Welcome to Elite with Mackenzie Halliday. My goal with this podcast is to help you realize that you are enough as you are, but that doesn't mean you stop working to be better. You have been given one life. So pick up the pen and be the author of your own story. You have the power to create the life you want instead of settling for the one you've been given. The journey of growth is going to be uphill, and at times the path may seem lonely, but you are a fighter, and I know you've got this. Let's live our best lives. Let's level up. Welcome back to the show, everybody. I'm your host, Mackenzie Halliday. I hope you are having a great day. If so, I love it. If not, then hopefully we can turn your day around right here. We can get it going in the right direction. Today, we're talking about confidence. We're talking about how confidence plays a role in accomplishing goals. And a lot of what I'm going to talk about today, I'm going to use um, exercise or fitness as examples because they're easy to think of examples for those. But throughout this whole conversation today, I want you to be able to relate it to anything. It's not just about fitness or nutrition. It's about family life. It's about work life. It's about anything and it can relate to all areas of life. So it's not just about your goals with exercise. It's not just about your goals with nutrition. It plays into every area and it relates to everything in life. So that's what I want you to keep in mind today as we talk. So let's start with the definition of self-confidence. Self-confidence is defined as the belief in oneself to successfully perform a desired behavior. Now, this can be anything. It can be something from running a mile to sticking to a fitness program to writing a book to starting your own business. Whatever it may be, the common factor is your belief in yourself to get the job done. Research even indicates that the factor that's most consistent that most consistently distinguishes highly successful people from less successful people is confidence. Self-confidence is one of the most, if not the most, consistent predictors of sports performance and I'd love to go even beyond that and say that not just in sports but in other areas of life. Self-confidence is one of the most if not the most important things in determining if you're going to accomplish your goals or not. So would you agree? Would you agree that the belief you have in yourself to do something is going to help determine the outcome of that thing you're trying to do? especially if it's over a long period of time. The three biggest excuses for not exercising are always, one, lack of time. Two, 
lack of energy, and three, lack of motivation. I can't tell you as a fitness professional how many times I have heard those three reasons, those three excuses. They come up all the time. And if you don't have confidence in yourself, you are not going to be able to overcome those things. And I'd be willing to say that those three things, those three excuses aren't just relative to the fitness industry, but relative to any industry, even in business or in family life, whatever it may be. It, I think lack of time, lack of energy, and lack of motivation are three of the biggest reasons why people don't start or do anything. <laughs> no matter what their goal is, I think those are the three biggest things that keeps us from going after our goals. But if you are confident that you can overcome these things, it is going to be so critical in either beginning your journey or even being able to maintain it over a long period of time. Confidence influences so many things in relation to accomplishing our goals. So let's talk about a few of the benefits of self-confidence. And the first one is, if you have high self-confidence, you're going to have increased effort. You are going to give more effort and you are going to be able to persist longer than somebody with low self-confidence. Number two, having high self-confidence brings out more positive emotions. A confident person is going to be more likely to remain calm and relaxed under pressure, and they're even going to be able to interpret their anxiety levels in a more positive way And as a result of that, they're going to have more positive emotions that are going to help push them through even through those hard times. Number three, it's going to improve your concentration and your focus. You're going to be able to free your mind to be able to focus on the critical things instead of thinking about the irrelevant things, things like, what other people are thinking, what things could be going wrong. It allows you to stay in the moment, to get more done, and to be more productive, to stay on task and stay in alignment with what you are trying to do, what you are trying to accomplish. Number four, having high self-confidence is going to give you increased ambition in goal setting. The higher self-confidence you have, the more willing you're going to be to set challenging goals and actively pursue them. That would make sense, right? Because you believe that you can actually get them done. So you're going to be able to set higher goals and be able to go after them knowing that you can do them. Whereas someone who has low self-confidence is going to set either extremely low goals or the quote-unquote goals that they're setting aren't actually even goals because they're things that they can already do. So they're just accomplishing tasks instead of goals. So having that higher self-confidence is going to push you more to achieve those higher goals 
and get them done. So I know all those things sound great. We want to have all those things. But now you're thinking, okay, well, maybe my self-confidence isn't that high right now. How do I work on it? So let's talk about a few things. Well, I have more than a few, but we're going to talk about some things that we can do to build self-confidence. And we're going to go through about 10 things. And I know that's a lot. I don't want it to be overwhelming. So I want you to pick out two or three things that stick out to you that you can work on. As we all know, because we've talked about it before, focusing on too much at one time doesn't get you anywhere, right? You're just going to get overwhelmed and uh, give up. So pick two or three things that hit home with you that you think will work for you and work on those things. Because building self-confidence, it's something that can be built. It's not something you either have or don't have. And that's what some people believe. Some people believe that if they don't have self-confidence, they're never going to have it. That's not true. It can be built through work and through practice. So the first thing is to building self-confidence is to not dwell on others' opinions. If you do that, you're going to start second-guessing yourself and your plans. Like they say in The Bachelor, Bachelorette all the time, if you've watched the show, you're going to know what I'm talking about. Stay in your lane. Focus on you. Don't worry about what other people are thinking, what other people are doing. It's going to allow you to stay on task and build your confidence. If you're not worried about what other people are thinking, you're not going to second guess yourself. Next, focus on progress, not perfection. Because the quest for perfection, Uh, The quest for perfection is an excuse not to start. Therefore, stopping any progress that you could have had. If you're comparing yourself to that idea of perfection, you're going to kill your confidence. So don't focus on being perfect or doing things perfectly. Focus on on progressing slowly but surely to get to the point where you want to be to accomplish that goal that you want to accomplish. Next, and this one is huge, practicing mastery. This is probably one of the most powerful and dependable techniques for developing confidence. If your experiences are generally successful, that's going to raise your level of confidence. But if your experiences are generally failures or failing, then that's going to lower your self-confidence. That makes sense, right? So start doing things where you can experience some kind of success. Start small so that you can get that success. Begin gaining a little bit of confidence. And then you can build upon what you have to continue to grow your confidence with each of those successes. Successful behavior increases confidence and leads to more successful behavior. So start out with Maybe smaller goals, smaller things you want to achieve so that you can start 
getting the ball rolling in the right direction. You want to get it going in that positive direction so that you can start building your confidence. And as your confidence builds, you're going to be able to set those higher goals and be able to be willing to pursue them even though you know it's going to be tough. Next is preparation. And this is both physical and mental preparation. Because when you feel prepared, you are more, you're going to be more confident that you can do what you set out to do, right? When you pack your bag, pack your gym bag at night, get everything set out for the next day, you got your water bottle, your keys are already in your bag, you've set your alarm, you're going to be more willing to go to the gym in the morning than if you don't do any of those things. Same goes for, um, Maybe planning your meals and going to the grocery store, getting everything you need, having a schedule of what you're going to have for dinner each night. You're going to be more willing to make those foods than if you didn't plan beforehand. And like I said, I'm relating a lot of this to fitness and nutrition, but it relates to everything. How can you relate this to your business? Think about it. The next one is modeling. It can be so important to somebody to have someone who can model that behavior or those actions that you want to do because then you're thinking okay if she can do it so can I so who do you have in your life that can start modeling some of those behaviors we want to surround ourselves with the people who are better than us people who are doing the things we want to do because we're going to be more willing to do them. We want to surround ourselves with that positive peer pressure that's going to get us to do things that we want to do but maybe don't quite have the confidence to do them yet because seeing those people around us doing those things is going to make us believe that we can do them too. And going along with the modeling and surrounding yourself with people who are doing the things you want is having a strong social support system and people around you who are going to encourage you to help achieve those goals, which is going to help build that mastery and that confidence. The next one is another big one, and it's think confidently. What we do, the actions we do, starts with what we think. And whether you think you can or you think you can't, you are probably right. And those are two completely different outcomes just based on what you think. Nothing even to do with your ability just based on what you think you can do. So are you thinking, I can't do it. I'm a failure. I'm too tired. I don't have it in me. It's too hard. Those are going to lead to negative outcomes. If you think, I can do this, stay strong, hang in there, you've got this. Those are the things that are going to help motivate you to get the job done. It can also help make the journey more enjoyable if you're practicing that positive self-talk and the positive thinking, even when things get hard. And going from what we think can also fuel the outcome. Like what I said, 
whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. So what you think determines the outcome. If a person expects a negative outcome, then that's probably going to happen. It's called a self-fulfilling prophecy. And it's so common in life and in sports and in fitness and in business and whatever it may be. But the expectation of a failure leads to the actual failure, which lowers self-confidence and increases expectations for failure in the future. But on the flip side, expecting success can lead to actual success, which hires your self-confidence and increases success or increases your expectations for future success. So it goes both ways. So what are the things you're thinking in your head? Are they going to be things that are leading you to a negative outcome? Or are they going? Are they things that are going to be leading you into a positive outcome? Leading you to that, to that success, building your confidence, and therefore giving you more success. So what are those things that you're thinking about in your head? The next one is goal mapping. Outlining your goals so you know exactly what you need to do to get to where you want to be. Step-by-step process so that these big goals feel more manageable and you're able to have these smaller successes along the way of accomplishing that bigger goal. The next thing you can do to build self-confidence is practice imagery. And I know that this is a huge thing in sports, but it can also be used in so many other places. I want you to start creating a mental movie reel of your highlights that you can play in your head in times where you need that extra boost of confidence to go out and achieve. So you have all these things in your head that you've achieved. You can close your eyes. You can play your quick movie reel. And then you can go out and do that thing. Whether it's lifting heavier weights than you've ever lifted. Whether it's going into a big business meeting. Whether it's meeting a deadline you have to meet for work. It doesn't matter what it is. Find that movie reel and play that movie reel in your head. When you need that confidence to go out and achieve. Start imagining yourself doing the things you're wanting to accomplish. If you're wanting to set a new personal record in the gym on squats, let's say. Imagine yourself actually doing it before you go out and try. What are the things you see? What are the things you smell? What are the things you feel? I want you to get as... Specific as possible when thinking about these things. The more specific, the better. And picturing yourself accomplishing it is going to help you better be able to go out and actually accomplish it. And the last thing we're going to talk about today in building confidence is to evaluate your expectations. Do you know what you're getting yourself into? Do you know that this thing you're wanting to do is going to be hard? Do you know that this thing is going to have roadblocks and barriers and walls and mountains that you're going to have to climb? 
Prepare yourself for what you're going to have to do because what you expect is what you're going to get and what you are going to give. You've probably heard examples like this before, but when um, people are, are in study groups and one group is given maybe a sugar pill to help with a pain, whereas another group is given an actual pill to help with a pain. And the people who are given the sugar pill say that it has worked just as much as the people who received the actual pill. It's not always about what you get. It's about what you think you're getting. So what do you, do you know what you're getting into? Do you think that you can do this? Do you expect yourself to be able to do this? That's what I want you to think about. We want to work on developing a confidence that is a part of who we are and doesn't depend on the situation or the circumstances that we're going through at that time. We want to be, we want our confidence to be steady and secure. We don't want it to fluctuate momentarily. Let's say you're going to go out for a run in the morning and you wake up and it's raining. Are you still going to go for the run or are you going to back down? We want to build the kind of confidence that is going to do it no matter what. And we've talked a lot about confidence. And real quick, before we finish, I want to touch a little bit on self-efficacy because that and confidence are so closely related and go hand in hand together. So self-efficacy is an individual's belief in his or her capacity to execute the behaviors necessary to produce specific performance attainments. And I know that sounds a lot like the definition for confidence, but I want you to think about confidence is focusing on having that strong belief and self-efficacy is that strong belief and an affirmation for your capability level. So that's the difference is the self-efficacy has the belief in yourself to be able to do those behaviors necessary to get you to the outcome. And the two types of self-efficacy are one, the belief in yourself and your ability to set goals and plans despite the potential barriers. So are you willing to set the goals and make a plan even though you know it's going to be hard. And then number two is belief in your ability to resume a behavior after a relapse. So many people that start a fitness program or a meal plan drop out at some point. So having the confidence in your ability to start back up again is huge which leads to resilience. And resilience is the ability to recover from setbacks and difficulties. If you think of anyone, if you think of anyone who has ever accomplished anything great and think that they did so without setbacks and without failures, I am here to tell you that is not true. Resilience is so key if you are wanting to do something great in life. Success doesn't come without failure. 
Summoning a mountain doesn't come without a climb. Paving a new road doesn't come without long hours. And building an empire doesn't come without people throwing stones at you. Doing great things requires resilience. You have to learn to be resilient if you want to do something important. Don't quit before the miracle. When you fall down, you get back up every single time. Learn from those setbacks and from those failures and from those difficulties, but don't dwell on them. What do I need to change? How can I do this better? And keep striving no matter how many times you get off track. Having high self-efficacy and being able to be resilient is going to help you stay aligned with your goals no matter what they are. And the self-efficacy is going to help you stay aligned with your fitness goals. And on the flip side, exercise also increases self-efficacy. It works both ways. So you can use this to help you in other areas of life. Increase your self-efficacy by exercise and see those benefits play off in other areas of your life. I know today's conversation was a little bit longer than usual, but I really wanted to touch on those things we talked about today, about how the benefits of self-confidence can help you accomplish goals and accomplish bigger goals, about how you can build your self-confidence. All those tips we talked about today, like I said, pick two or three of them to start working on, two or three that you feel like will make the biggest difference for you. And then self-efficacy and resilience. Are you able to get back on track after a setback, after you fall off the road? Can you get back on and keep going? And resilience is a, is a great tool for building confidence and seeing the benefits of self-confidence. So I hope you can take some of those things that we talked about to heart today and be able to apply them in your life. I am so grateful that you guys joined me here today. I can't wait to hear how your guys' journey goes with self-confidence and working on these things. Leave a review letting me know which things you guys decided to work on. And I will see you guys next week. Let's level up. Let's become elite.